Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council Presents Resident Alien, the podcast where we talk about and break down every episode of the hit sci-fi series Resident Alien. My name is Dan Sherry, and I am your host, and I am joined once again by my co-host, the COO of the Movie Council, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's up, AJ? Good evening. Good evening. I, I say good evening, but you know, people could be listening to this podcast like any yeah. time of the day once it's once it yeah, drops. Could be but, seven a.m. You know. and they're hearing good evening, but hey, sure, sure, you know? yeah. <laughs> could be lunchtime. You know, they're, they're listening as I do. I listen to podcasts during lunch. You know, mm-hmm. on lunch break. But you so. know, let's be honest. Like, good evening. It just feels more formal, anyways. You know, sure, sounds sure. better. So. And yeah, that's when I think we're recording it. it. We're recording <laughs> it in the evening. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, because so, otherwise uh, we'd have to get drunk in the morning. And, you know. So, if, if you <laughs> want to transport, right, if you want to be transported to, you know, <laughs> the time that we're recording, just know it's the evening. Yeah. If you want to so. feel more immersed, you know what I mean? If you don't want to break your immersion. Yeah. Uh, very well. So, yes. Uh, uh, I, how has your week been, AJ? You got anything exciting uh, going on with you? Uh, yeah, just work. You know, I had uh, a very busy week at work, but yeah, aside from that, watching a couple episodes of Resident Alien. And, you know, mm-hmm. I am a I'm a TV show binger, as you know, I'm sure people listening to these these episodes, the reason that they might be listening is because they might be considering binging Resident Alien um, or or a show we might talk about in the future. Um, but so I want to, I have this need to to go to the next episode. So right. put me, putting the shackles on me here and having me just watch an episode or two is, <laughs> it's, uh, it's tough. It's, it's tough it's to tough. say the least. Yeah. 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 It, it, especially, yeah, shows nowadays, they're almost kind of, set up for binging so and and i tell you what resident alien is one of those like i i every time i get to the end of an episode i want to watch the next so um it, unfortunately like i said like once season two starts we are actually gonna have to wait each week for a new episode which yeah so be it. It, it could you know maybe build up a little excitement each week and that could be fun so but for sure. tonight, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it could just piss us off that we have yeah, to wait a right. week. It's, <laughs> it's actually probably like more that. likely. But... <laughs> I feel like that's going to happen. <laughs> so, um, actually, you know what? I, I, I do want to say one thing before we get into uh, Resident Alien. Like, we still are members of the movie council. And so I want to talk real quick, just a couple minutes about a movie I, I, I watched. Uh and I think you watched it too. It's the movie Don't Look Up. 
I have, have you, not. You haven't. Okay. Uh, I, I watched this uh, just like a week ago, and I tell you what, this movie, like, th- there's a lot of people bitching about this movie. It got lots of hate, and reviewers gave it shit, and lots of people are giving this movie shit. And I watched it, and I tell you what, this movie's fucking fantastic. And the reason everyone gives it shit is because it just takes a dump on fucking everybody. <laughs> like, it gives shit to, like, the media, and it, it makes fun of liberals, it makes fun of conservatives. It just shits on everybody in the world, and it's fucking fantastic. I, I loved Don't Look Up. Like I said, like, I think people shit on, were upset because, like, they felt insulted. But I tell you what, it is a great flick, and it's totally watchable. The cast is amazing. the The writing is very funny, and, and again, I like I said, people are just too goddamn sensitive nowadays. So, I, I gotta say, I totally recommend. Don't look up. I, I think everyone should check it out. All right. Yeah, it's definitely worth the watch. And if you uh, you're listening and you did not like don't look up and you're offended by it uh fucking hit us up on social media or email let us know uh we can be found all on social media at movie council pod and our email address is movie council pod at gmail so yeah let let us know what you think of don't look up i enjoy good satire so you know i, mm. I was intending to eventually check it out but yeah, yeah, and like I said, it got a lot of bad press, but I think a lot of that came from the fact that the movie took a dump all over the press. So, like, they really shit on fucking, you know, news news outlets and, you know, the, the media in general. So, I think it was great, I, and I, I'm actually kind of interested in what, what all our listeners think, so... But now that I got that off my chest, let's get into what we're really here to talk about. And that, of course, is the fantastic show Resident Alien. Let let us uh, start off with season one, episode two, titled Homesick. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was originally aired February 3rd, 2021. It was written by Chris Sheridan and directed by... Robert Duncan McNeil. Um, to give you a quick kind of uh, like one sentence uh, synopsis from from IMDb. Uh, in his first week at the clinic, Harry struggles to diagnose a strange feeling. Human emotion. Hmm. So, AJ, uh, why don't you... Uh, uh, talk to us about uh, what went down here, season one, episode two, homesick. So I gotta say the this intro was was interesting. This first scene. Yeah, they kind of they, they're doing these cold open sort of things where you know mm-hmm. it's directly related to the plot, but it's just like this. You know, it, it you know it, you have really no context, right? Like right away, like it's just this hiker out in presumably like this that part of the world because it's a snowy colorado area that the mm-hmm. show takes yeah, place like in. a mountainy area mountainy area so he's out in the mountains he's hiking he goes to take a selfie mm-hmm. um and he slips 
and falls off like the side of this like mountainside, you know, and he like goes cliff. falling cliff. Yeah. And he goes falling, but then he doesn't hit the ground. He gets, he, he stops short of the ground by, I don't know, dozen, 15 feet or so. Um, and he's suspended there and you don't know yeah. why. And he's calling out for help and calling out for helps and then roll credits, opening credits. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's how you start episode two. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, in my head, I thought, okay, this is like something with something with his his ship or something yeah. that's causing right. this. the like, device he's looking for. The device, something, something is causing yeah. this. Um, exactly. Causing this him to be suspended there. And then you don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then they leave this guy. And you don't, you, you're just like, okay, that was three okay. months ago. Yeah. Whatever, let's leave him. They yeah. fast forward to the present time. Um, and Harry's, of course, spending his sort of like time, free time out in the mountains in the snow looking for, you know, parts of his ship for his device. He's out there doing that. Um, he's obviously got a day job now as the doctor in town. So mm-hmm. he's doing that. He's on his like first day on the job. And um, they show him like uh, he's got talking to patients. He's got like zero tact, no bedside manner. He's like just kind of telling people how it is and, and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And then, uh, and then he runs into the, um, um, the kid there. He, the yeah, kid Max. is like one of his first patients. Yeah. Max, it, yeah. yeah. And he kind sees of pick him up where it's the last one ended where Max right. was in the exam room. <laughs> right. Basically. Yeah. Right. And then, then eventually he does go through the patients and he's like saying all kinds of like, just really crass, like things mm-hmm. to them. And, whatever but the kid gets screams he runs out mom and dad are like you know let's go back in you know whatever i'll go with you and she and and the kid's like okay so then you know we're gonna be killed like he's an alien you know like they but they don't believe him and that's right. setting up but that's it, setting up the arc here i do gotta say too like max he has a couple really fucking funny lines there when they're you know he's, he's trying to convince his parents that you know, Harry's an alien. <laughs> One of his lines he delivers is, you know, like, oh, you're going to make me go there? You might as well get a four-foot coffin. <laughs> yeah. And then the dad's like, well, I'll bring you in there. He's like, all right. Oh, you better make it three coffins. <laughs> like, like he's very... Max is really kicking ass in these first couple scenes. He is hilarious. Right. So after that kind of scene plays out, they 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 go to the uh, mayor's office mm-hmm. and sheriff the big blacks there. He's freaking awesome yeah. and live. And they're kind of moving into the mayor's office. Right. Yeah. Just uninvited. They're just moving boxes of files and for the case, you know, for the, you know, the case mm-hmm. for Sam. Yeah. He's just like asserting his dominance was, over right. the mayor. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And it's not the last time we'll see this sort of behavior mm-hmm. out of him. Um, in, you know, maybe this episode or the next, the next episode, actually, there's another scene like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but the mayor comes in, he's trying to like discourage him from putting his boxes down and stuff. But the kid's like, I know who, I know who killed him. It's an alien, blah, blah, blah. And then the sheriff's like, you know, watch season of Oz and, you know, let me know if you want to still want to, whatever. He's, he's basically saying, kid, cut the crap. All right. Nobody believes it's an alien. Yeah, for a second, he seemed like he was going to be nice to the kid. He's like, oh, really? Tell me me what you think, kid. And then it's just a complete dick to him. And yeah, tells him to watch the first season of Oz. (laughs) Yeah. 
And then the sheriff leaves the room, the mayor leaves the room, and Liv, the deputy, is still there. And she's she's at least entertaining him. She's like, well, you know, I could I do sketch art art for the, you know, for the the Mm -hmm. police. You know, why don't you tell me what the alien look like? And you know, I'll I'll draw them. So he does and she does, and he's very encouraged by this. And he's like, I'll put them up all over town. And he certainly does do that. So this wanted posters are put up all over town. Um, and Harry sees them, of course, and he's, you know, he, and now he's like, I really need to you know, kill this kid. So right. he starts thinking of like, how do I do this? He has to, he, he's trying to devise a plan to, to, to at least like at least discourage the kid, right? So right. he calls the he calls Max's house, yeah, and he's got that <laughs> weird like little trying to do a little kid voice, but he mm-hmm. has no idea how to be a human. Yeah. So he's trying he to talk him, to Max. He looks like a young Jerry Orbach. Yeah, but at first he tells him, "Oh, I the, I, I saw him get on a a, tr- a bus and he left town." Like yeah. he's trying to like just. Just he's trying to discourage him from you know he doesn't want to kill him he's trying to discourage him you know yeah. he knows killing him would really you know that, that that would be tough to get away with and he just he doesn't want that he doesn't want to have to do that he needs mm-hmm. to just be able to stay you know covert he doesn't want to he doesn't want to get caught killing some kid yeah so he tries to talk him down off that and the kid's like not buying it. and then he realizes it's him they get into a little pissing match on the phone. And mm-hmm. you know this. This is like a, this is going to be an ongoing thing. Like they're yeah. they're going to go at each other over and over and over again. And and so he hangs up with them. And then and, um, I gotta say too, like I I love how you can kind of see Max like building confidence with him. Like he he was so afraid of him at first, but like now he's actually talking back to him and and calling him stupid. <laughs> And saying like asking him how much a stamp is, he's like, "See, stupid, you don't even know." Right. Well, (laughs) you can see Max building and building, and yeah, he's getting some more confidence and you know, ready to stand up for himself a little more, which I think is really cool. And it it feels it feels like that. And and we we watch we're going over two episodes today, so it just escalates. Like they Mm -hmm. they go back, they go at each other a few times over the course of these next couple episodes and you kind of think okay this is either gonna i don't know exactly where it's gonna end but the kid's either gonna just his parents are gonna think he's crazy as we'll get to later and and it might that part might escalate or Mm -hmm. you know or he'll discover something by snooping around a lot or something he'll discover something i don't know yeah so I tried to write great notes for this, but I feel like for episode three, I'm writing better notes. Mm-hmm. So after uh, like that, after that plan kind of goes awry after he calls him, I think we go mm-hmm. back to the clinic and we see Asta and she runs into Jay. And I think we had met Jay in the first episode yeah. where she, she was the young Harry girl. said her mo- her birthmark look or her mole look like a a bug on her neck yeah yeah and she called him a <laughs> she called bag. him a douchebag and then he googled what a douchebag was <laughs> right <laughs> and so we see we see her again she works at the uh, and i'm bringing this up for obvious reasons right because yes. we see episode three and we know what happens right she's mm-hmm. just that sullen teenager type high school kid 
working at the doctor's office for like school credit and stuff. Uh, yeah. And then eventually we meet Darcy again. Yeah. Um, this is, this, this, Harry walks into the bar and sees Darcy again. Right. The, the, and this is, this is when it, Harry's starting to get that pit in his stomach. Yes. He I was doesn't say. know like why he's feeling this way. He goes into the bar. He thinks he's just hungry. He goes in the bar. He sees her and they have a little exchange. And she unknowingly gives Harry the idea to kill the kid by making it look like an accident. Right. You know, she gives him that idea. And he's also like, I was hungry. Then I came in here and I'm not hungry. And she talks about stress eating. And then they, mm-hmm. you know, they agreed. To, he, she agreed. She asked him to go bowling. And, 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 you know, she she wants to go on a date with him. She's got the hots for him. Yeah. So I, I think the scene actually, it, it I think it kind of where the, the title of the episode comes from as well with the homesick is like Harry really starts feeling emotions and he doesn't like doesn't quite know how to handle them and he's kind of you know talking about how you know he feels that pit in his stomach and he doesn't know what it is and you know he thinks it's a homesickness and and loneliness and yeah like I said and then he goes in and hangs out with Dar- Darcy by the way fucking rules She's a good I character. I, I don't know. I love Darcy. Yeah. I don't know if the next scene after that is them bowling, which doesn't go that well for Darcy because Harry mm-hmm. Harry starts to go, oh, okay, I'll cut the brakes on the kid's bike. She right. gives him that idea too, like mm-hmm. unknowingly, because she you know, she had you know broken her leg. Uh we find out that Darcy was like an Olympic level skier. Yes. All this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Harry leaves like before they're done eating dinner at the bowling alley, or whatever. And, and he's, yeah, he and goes to like, cut the kids' breaks. <laughs> yeah, so priorities, right? So he leaves, yeah. and then we go to um, I don't know which sequence is first, the belt bowling or this, but we go to Asta's house with her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is Dan. after the bowling. Yeah, after we go this to see is some her and Dan. Fucking awesome, awesome character development stuff for Asta. So I, I wanted love to speak. On, I wanted to speak yeah. on this a little bit because good go. Um, we go there. We see her talking to her her dad, this guy Dan, who owns the local diner, and um, we find out that Asta had left home. You know, she she left home and then she came back. We don't know hundred percent all the details behind this but they're uh native american and what's her name? last name 12 trees right so she's mm-hmm. they're native american and she's they have they have their their rituals you know about with death when it comes to death and, yes. and sam the her, her doctor friend died of course we know that and he says you should cut your hair and that's like one of those those things you do yeah one of those native american traditions it's right. a really fucking cool touching scene and he and he and she and she sort of like just she brushes it off at first, but then she goes up to her room and she's sitting there and she's thinking and um, she comes back down. She has him cut her the uh, the part of her ponytail off, and he mentions that she should burn his scrubs because his his spirit will linger if if, if she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, I know." And 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 so we get that. But what I wanted to say about that is it, the scene is really great, but what I'm starting to sense, and we'll get to it again more in season, I mean, episode three, is I think Asta's like the beating heart of this of this mm-hmm. show. Like, she really is. She's when you when you think, oh, it's just funny and goofy. 
she sort of grounds it with this with yeah. this real personal story mm-hmm. you know because it gets more personal and we'll get to that it gets yeah. very much more personal and asta has a very complicated past yeah you know, like we started is very murky one. with her with her the yeah. husband right mm-hmm. so she's got a very complicated past she's um um I don't know. She's, but she's, she seems like a strong woman, but she's also, she's also got a lot of weight on her, Mm -hmm. you know, and I sense that with her and, you know, and there's a scene towards the end of the episode where she's sitting in um, the Sam's office and she's just thinking about like how, you know, she wasn't there for Sam and Harry walks in and he says, there's no one sitting there <laughs> yeah. like to talk to, like he doesn't get it. She's just sitting in, in the, in there because mm-hmm. she wants to be around there to, she wants, it's a human thing. He doesn't get. And she explains to him that this guy, Dan is not her real father. Her mom left when she was one and yeah. he, took her in. he took her in and he raised her and, you know, but Sam was the only was the one person she could talk to about all this stuff. Right. And now he's gone and he was always there for her. And she says, and she's living with a lot of regret. She thinks she's blaming herself. She said, I should have been there for him. And, you know, Harry says just obviously matter of factly, because he doesn't really know he's saying, well, you, she, he was poisoned. You couldn't have done anything. And she said, well, maybe, but it could have been there for him. I could have just been here. I didn't right. have to leave. I left yeah. because I was tired. I just wanted and to again, go home and, and go to and bed. That's, uh, that, that is one of those emotions you have when you lose someone. And, and and like Harry said, like he was poisoned. There was nothing you could do. And but again, you just like you have that, that doesn't feeling, matter to her, yeah. right? Like if I was there, maybe something could have been different. When right. in reality, just, it wouldn't have changed anything. And you know, it just. Like feeling regret over yes, maybe over just not not being there when it mattered for somebody, mm-hmm. and we're gonna see this with her ag- again. So, I saw I wrote here we get to see more of Asta's life, comma good thing. That's a good thing for this show. Like yeah, when we totally. can see that part of the show when Asta is there, I think the actress I don't know her name. Um, I wish I feel terrible for not it's, knowing uh, Sarah Tomko. She's doing a really terrific job. Yeah, she's fabulous. Um, with the dramatic aspect that that she's been asked to do, mm-hmm. and I, I think she does like the emotional heavy lifting in the show, and she does a great job. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. But then towards the closing end of this of the episode, we see that opening sequence come full circle. Yes, we see that hiker we see a couple snowmobilers arrive mm-hmm. on the scene and they see this hiker suspended but now it's his rotted corpse yeah and also, the, and also the and a couple of birds birds yeah. that got stuck in this <laughs> vortex or whatever it is of mm-hmm. suspension and they're just staring at it like what the fuck is this and then roll credits yeah so so although um 
I may have missed uh, like a scene or two there, here and there. Right, yeah. There's actually a scene I want to go back to, but with that dude, you know, the, the snowmobilers show up and they find the guy floating with a couple other corpses. And that kind of goes back and forth with a scene um, of Harry, like, in a mine, and he's like... Oh, you know, yes, 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 yes. I forgot about this. I'm, yeah, I forgot to bring this up. this Simple. element... And he brings it back, and he's doing his alien shit, and uh, like he ends up being able to put something together where, like, he has his little disc and like floats an apple over the disc. Hilarious! Kinda... That's the yeah. But he uh, realizes that he realizes that that stuff, like that, he was that's... homesick. Yeah, yeah. And Name he can, of the episode. Yeah, if he finds more of that stuff, he can rebuild his ship and get home. And, right, he can yeah. incinerate the human race and fly home. And then go home. And yes. he misses home. <laughs> he so. misses home. That's when he realizes, like, yes, he's feeling something, and that's what right. it is. He's it's homesick. Homesick. So, just, yeah, so yeah really I'm good. sorry I forgot to bring that up, but that's, like, mm-hmm. that's the main, like, point of Harry's journey in this episode is trying to figure out why he's feeling that way. Yeah. And that's why. Because he's homesick. And so, so that's like that's like the ultimate agenda for him. That's like right. the ultimate mission. He's trying to complete his mission, mm-hmm. or else he can't go home. I mean, he can't go home if he can't get the ship back together. Like he's he's in a very very precarious yeah situation. And you know, I try to remember that through all the the goofiness. Mm-hmm. You know. There's a yeah. scene in the in the episode I wanted I I didn't touch on it but and I, and I'm noticing this right I watched episodes two and three again today mm-hmm. <laughs> and I noticed this he thinks he's so smart mm-hmm. but he doesn't know shit about like humans and Earth or whatever yeah he's like he's like t- he's like I think it was like right after he cut the brakes and he's like standing yeah. in the middle I'm of the, the street smartest like, person I'm the smartest person planet. and then the ca- the a car honks at him yeah. <laughs> sorry. He's standing in the middle of the street, almost gets hit by a car, talking about how he's the smartest person on the planet. <laughs> but he says he says it. You hear the this because he's narrating often, right? Like throughout mm-hmm. the, he or you just hear his thoughts. He's not really narrating. You hear his thoughts, and he yeah. always thinks he's the smartest person ever. Mm-hmm. And like the scenes with the scenes where I'm talking about, where he's like giving the people like the he's just saying whatever he wants to the patients. Like yeah. he, there's this old guy. He's like, "Oh, Doctor Hodges always told me uh, watch what I eat and blah blah blah." And he, you just hear Harry laugh in the background. He's like, "There's ten things on here that'll kill you, be- you know, before no anything what you, you eat." eat. Yeah. yeah before- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, tell me how much time I have. He's like, "Do you like Christmas? Celebrate yeah. it in June. <laughs> yeah, celebrate before June." And he's like, "But before Christmas, you can eat anything you want." Yeah. And then, but he does have a little tact, thanks to Asta, almost like begging him to, with mm-hmm. the woman that felt the lump in her in her breast. Right, and again, until, so, until the very last second when he's like, "Let's take a look at that tit." Right, <laughs> but again, it kind of shows like that kind of dichotomy of the character where there are parts of him that are actually very, very smart and like no shit and does know how to deal with people, but doesn't, you know, like there'll be one little thing that fucking throws him, 
And you not know, just like that, he, but... he does know how to help her feel better, but then he uses mm-hmm. the word tit instead of breast. Right, you know? but you gotta and the other part of it is like he's gotta be so distracted by this other thing that he's trying to do. Right. To get himself home to 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 you know destroy the human race, like his mission. His mm-hmm. mission's occupying so much of his thoughts, you know. Everything yeah. he's doing is in service of that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, and this other stuff is just, you know, superfluous. Like, you know, he's they're just things he, he needs to do to just right. maintain his cover. So, you know? Um, there's actually, there's another scene I want to talk about, too. Uh, earlier, uh, which the mayor comes in for his therapy appointment. Yeah, but I didn't touch on this. Yeah. Yeah. This There's so I, much in every episode. Yeah, I, I found this interesting too, because um as he's talking to the mayor, he, he has the like the image in his head of the mayor and his wife and the and Max like hanging out in the house and the house blowing up. <laughs> right. Like, oh, oh. Why is it making that hissing noise? I hope that's not propane gas. Right, and then he <laughs> and then he lights a cigar and yeah, yeah. But um, but during that uh, scene with the mayor's therapy, uh, Sam's wife comes in again. Yep, she does. And yeah. She shows up and you know is kind of pissed off with them, and she wants to take her husband's stuff home. Yeah, and like Asta again, trying desperately to hold on to Sam's stuff, trying to like. Hold on to Sam doesn't want his wife to take his stuff away, but she, you know, wants it over with and wants to take his stuff. And it, it which goes to a, another really f- interesting scene where Asta then goes down to the sheriff to right. like Confronts say, Hey, him. you know, like she's trying to take his stuff. What the fuck are you doing? Are you gonna, you know, are, are you gonna solve this crime? And they have this like real heated back and forth where um, it, it, Harry has that very kind of interesting, uh, you know, thought about how each one of them, like he, he can see uh, Asta where she's, um, you know, like very sad, but masking it with anger and big black is very insecure but like masking it with you know uh whatever he said uh masking it with superior weakness masking with superiority i think is how he put it and then of course live is like a pet rabbit that you yell at and their hair falls out yeah (laughs) great line but you know but harry is actually able to see you know, these people for who they really are. And even though they're, you know, putting on masks, he can tell how they really feel. And he can see people for what they actually are. Even while though he's he put, while does he's putting kind on of seem lit- like an idiot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> while he's putting on a literal mask. Yes, yeah. exactly. So. Hiding from people that way. But, um, but so overall, I thought episode two did a good job of like, Character development for Asta. Yeah, um, I, I really loved her. Kind of like stuff. furthering, furthering the like, um, the sort of mystery as to like what's going on with the device and 
not 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 giving you a lot of answers but like at least piquing the interest with the snowmobilers mm-hmm. coming across the the body in the air and like you know adding some intrigue there and also um you know furthering that sort of like max and harry storyline yeah which they, yeah all- the max and harry stuff really they, there's that that's another great scene where um like max kind of shows up there when harry's uh outside of work and he just starts talking shit to him like max really starts building confidence and like you know like his relationship and his back and forth with harry really fucking take oh no i'm sorry it was when he cut his arm and he had to go in for the stitches oh i didn't even bring this up yeah oh yeah, my god doing this the was fucking great yeah the stitches scene is when Max really kind of starts standing up to Harry. And, and, you know, Harry's like, oh, I got some Novocaine for good boys. Are you going to be good? And Max just taking no more shit from him. It's like, no, I'm not going to be good. And puts up with the pain of no Novocaine stitches just to show Harry he's not going to take his shit anymore. And again, like, you know, Max is a little kid, but it really is like this great kind of, I don't know, triumphant moment for this little kid where where he's able to, you know, well, he also he also he also figures out that Harry was the one that cut his brakes and he was. Yes. (laughs) It's like, how would you know, it's my brakes. (laughs) Yeah, the dude, the Harry and Max stuff is fucking like it makes the show. The show's great, but those two together, like that little kid's a great actor. And and his back and forth with Alan Tudyk are fucking magical. Like those two are great together. And it's fun too because a lot of it uh they'll show it from the kids' eyes, so that's the the few times you see uh Harry as the alien, you know, like with the alien face and everything. So when he's dealing with the little kid, you see the alien and it makes it a little, I don't know, funnier and more fun to see the kid arguing with an alien. (laughs) Right. The only other time you see the alien is in like flashbacks or in the reflections. Yeah. Like mirrors. Mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that, that scene was fantastic. So overall, I think they're doing a good job setting setting up some of the storylines and also mm-hmm. creating like some chemistry between the characters, you know. So overall, I think the show I thought was just going to be like goofy funny, but there's a heart to it and mm-hmm. there's some dramatic elements to it. They don't let the dramatic elements linger too long. They go back to the humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but they balance it pretty well, I think, too. So that's nice, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I'm yeah. here for it. I'm here for the dramatic parts of it too, you know. Yeah, I'm not just looking for it to be funny. Um, I think Asta, by the way, she's my MVP. She's my favorite character, great, so isn't she? Yeah, yeah she's I my MVP. Her. So if we do an MVP of an episode or MVP of the show so far, I like Asta a lot. I mean, Alan Tudyk's an obvious choice, but. I don't right. want to pick the main character. He's the yeah, he's the top bill. He's the lead. I'm saying as far as the support goes, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of them are support characters for him. Yeah. Um, it's Asta for me. 
followed yeah. by Big Black, but that's for all the comic relief I could ever want. Mm-hmm. So, but Asta, I really there you like go. Her. Episode to episode, episode two, it was definitely Asta. Uh, yeah, episode they, three, which we're about to get into. I, I'll tell you what, uh, I fucking love Darcy in episode three. <laughs> I think she's great. That might be a recurring. That might be a recurring segment. MVP of the episode. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I think that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, we're we, you know we're playing it by ear. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out as we go. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like. So that I got to tell you, so, I wrote a ton of notes for episode three, and I see like out of the whatever fifteen to sixteen or seventeen bullet points, I've got Darcy as the first word on like five of them. So yeah, there you four, go. Four or five of them. I think four of them. Yeah. Four of them. But five yeah, of them great. have her in it. But four of them, she leads the. She's the first word in the bullet point. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, in that case, let's dig into episode three. So, uh, season one, episode three. It's titled "Secrets." Secrets. Yeah. It uh, originally aired February tenth of twenty twenty one. And again, this one uh, written by Chris Sheridan and directed by Robert Duncan McNeil. Uh, And here's a quick little one-sentence synopsis from IMDb. Harry races to keep his secrets safe as Asta is forced to face her own past. Hmm. All right, AJ. Uh, let's, uh, Let's take us through this one. Sure, I will have you know that this is my favorite episode so far. Great, this this is a good one, dude. So the opening is one of those, another opening a character you you don't know, you know, you've never seen before. It's a fisherman out in the middle mm-hmm. of the lake, assuming it's the lake. It's obviously now we know the lake Seemingly, that, yeah. that Harry's cabin is out by. Fisherman mm-hmm. catches a foot in his net, a severed foot. And that's it. He catches a severed foot, and then boom, opening credits. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to Harry. He finds another piece of his ship uh, as he's looking around. Um, mm. It's very encouraging to him, uh, but then it's buried by an avalanche. And then yes. we also see Darcy out. Um, she's part of the... I, I paused it to read the thing on her sh- jacket and hat. Mm-hmm. She's part of the Helicats. I don't know what the hell that is, but they must patrol the mountains. Yeah, well, I don't like know, cause avalanches. Out. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, to make it safer though. Right, when no she's one's out there, with, she's out with some rand. She's out with some rando that works with for the Helicats with her. Or does that mm-hmm. duty with her? They're just having some small talk, and then you know the avalanche hits, and you know they cause the avalanche, and, and for Harry, yeah, Harry now, loses now, his now he loses like piece. a week. Uh, yeah, yeah, he loses like at least a week of time. He says. Mm-hmm. Then next scene, uh, Max's mother shows up at Harry's cabin yes. um, unexpectedly. She just knocks on the door. And of course, even if it was expectedly, Harry's not going to be prepared to handle an interaction right. like this. Like, it's yeah. just not in his wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, he knocks on the door. He answers. He's like, she's like, I'm, I forget her name, but I'm the, you know, the mayor's Kate. mother. Kate, I'm, you know, what's the mayor's name? I don't even know his name now yet. Yeah, Mayor Snowflake. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, his wife, and she's in, he's like, oh, I've met him. He smells like soap or whatever. Yeah. And then, that's him. 
then she's like i really need to talk to you can i come in he's like hold on a second he shuts the door and he makes a big racket in the house who knows what he's doing and then he lets her in. <laughs> he lets her in and then she's telling she's like uh, uh you know max told me that you know um you broke into our house and you're trying to kill him and that you're an alien and all this he's like there's a knife sitting on the kitchen table he grabs it like he's gonna <laughs> kill her and then she's like Obviously, he's, you know, he's, you know, he's just talking nonsense or whatever. I forget yeah. how she said it. He's obviously like, lying. He's like, oh, yeah, you don't believe lying. him? He's, Slowly puts oh, the knife right. down. Oh, right. He's lying. She puts the, knife to, puts the knife down. And you're not an alien. And then he realizes that there's like an apple levitating over his tellurium disc mm-hmm. that he created. Throws a, a little like a, a dish rag over it. Yeah, and then he that. and then he proceeds to talk to her and he talks her down and says, you know, he's probably just you know seeking attention, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, he actually before he gets to that point, he actually tries to convince her to move away. Yeah, uh, tells him to just like, move. Yeah, move somewhere. <laughs> you know, and you know she's like, we have jobs, we're not doing that. Whatever. And he's like, oh, of course not. Whatever. Uh, you you may go, and he's like pointing to the door. He's trying to get her to leave because he wants yeah. nothing to do with this. He has no and, manners at all. <laughs> right, nothing at all. He's horrible. He's just trying to escort her to the door. <laughs> and as he's doing that, she's you know he's like you know if he doesn't drop this alien thing, I'm gonna you know he's gonna get it. You know, yeah, I forget how she says it. And he agrees. Like, with uh, her. If he uh, if he doesn't drop this alien thing, I, I I'm gonna kill him. Like, like you and, you me, and both. me both. <laughs> yeah. But he means it. Like, he really wants yeah. to kill him. So he escorts her to the door, basically shoves her out the door. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I guess right. I'll just, you know, whatever. Um, and then the next scene is the kids walking down the street. He sees yeah. that the uh, wanted oh. posters are all torn up. And mm-hmm. Harry's standing, uh, you know, against a building nearby. And he's like, hey, dickhead. Like, he just starts, just starts like jabbing at him. Just starts like in, in like in yeah. instigating. And yeah. they go back and like, forth. And he's going like, to the highest tower and tower, tell everyone yeah. I'm an alien. Right. And they get into that thing. And the kid's like, what, you think there's towers around here? What are we? What are we? Dude, medieval times? Stupid. <laughs> and they just get into this whole exchange, and it's funny. And oh, and he's so like, uh, I didn't think there were towers. You thought there were towers. <laughs> Dickhead, asshole. Yeah. Like he just like he. It's like a very childish argument he has with them. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it's just so funny. Like Harry like deals with a child as if he is a child like yeah it's very very funny he's not entirely he's not entirely sure what to do right um and then the next scene we go to the clinic and uh, the doctor's office and asta um discovers that there's some prescription pads missing mm-hmm. in uh, sam's desk um, because one of the one of the nurses had asked her to go get some pr- prescription pads because she didn't know where they were, and she pronounced pronounced her name Asta, and she was being a bitch to her. Yeah, but Asta then explains that her name's Asta, but then she goes and finds the goes and opens the drawer and finds the prescription pads and realizes there's at least a pad missing. Um, and she just we just filed that away. Okay, let's just file that away for later in the episode. And then um, all of a sudden, the other nurse comes in, or the, the deputy comes and says, 
calls for Harry because the foot was that foot that we saw at the beginning of the episode was turned into the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And so they have been, Harry's been summoned, you know, to this, you know, not press sort conference, of like really. a press conference, but like, sort yeah, of, no, sort of. it's really like just a bunch conference? of people, just yeah, a bunch of people know. in the town that show up yeah, there, like Darcy's there and she's being a real bitch. She's really pissed at Harry for blowing her mm. off at the bowling alley. So she says some sh- she talks shit to him. She's asking about touching the foot. Like she's just being really yeah, fucking she's being weird. really weird. She's really, really, really <laughs> weird. I think she's just like pass and she's being super passive aggressive to mm-hmm. Harry and like, yeah. So then eventually it's so weird how this sequence plays out because the, the sheriff, that's another uh, uh instance where he's like belittling the mayor he's like yes he kind of like pushes him off the platform yeah Yeah. like and he's like telling everybody to be quiet he says like i want you to be as quiet as uh, i want uh, so i can hear a mouse pissing on a piece of cotton or something like yeah he just says like random shit all the time that the (laughs) big black so they get through the the the, the, this little like press conference or whatever it's called it really Mm -hmm. isn't a press conference they get through that and like they take the foot and they have it like in a bucket and then harry notices whatever and he just takes it he takes it and he starts like he goes into his office and he puts it up against his foot he's like yep that's my foot compares it to his own foot he's like it's obviously the foot of the real harry this is we Mm -hmm. this is what we're figuring out right that's his foot he did the molecular reconstruction perfectly like that's Mm -hmm. exactly the foot they have an uncanny ability to do that his species or whatever so he's like, I, I need to, they're going to take DNA off this. They're going to realize it's Harry, the real Harry's foot and I'm screwed. So he needs to find a way to give the sheriff the DNA and not let him take the foot. So he comes up with this cockamamie scheme, like on the fly, he sees this couple with their infant. He's examining the infant. The infant's sick or whatever. And he mm-hmm. asks the mother and father if the kid's circumcised. And he wants to take the skin off the baby's penis and give it as DNA, as skin sample for the sheriff. And he does it. Yeah. Because Liv mentions earlier that, like, you know, everyone's in the DNA database now because of, like, ancestry.com and this and that and mm-hmm. basically the only people not on the dna registry are hermits and babies and so yeah he goes and circumcises the baby which actually is kind of a callback to the very beginning of the episode when he's uh like he can't sleep and he's just in bed googling uh, you know random stuff on how to be a dog oh, circumcision and yes. he comes across right. circumcision and he gets all like grossed out by it and Puts it down, but yeah, that that comes full circle to uh, this part. Um, and then eventually, after this happens, the Big Black kind of goes away, and he thinks like, "Okay, that's fine, we're good." And then back at the cabin, the cops are there. They show up, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna search the lake. We're gonna drag the lake. We're gonna we're trying to get the body. We're not gonna stop till we get this body." And Harry's like, "Fuck." What the fuck? I got to like have these guys looking for the body. 
And so the mayor's there, he goes out with them and he's getting sick on the boat. And he's like, so, and they got this little like English bulldog or whatever. Is it an English bulldog or just a bulldog? I think it's yeah, like an English bulldog. A little, yeah. Bulldog he's like a sheriff's dog. He's like kind of a bloodhound. He's like, you know, he's just, he's quite the sniffer, even though bulldogs don't have good, they're not good at smelling shit. Like right. they're really not, if you watch Dog Whisper enough. But anyway, <laughs> so they're out dragging the lake, and Darcy shows up at the clinic to ask Oscar if she, she he wants she wants to get her out of there. She's too sad. She's like, "Let's go out to the let's go out and sit by the lake and watch them drag the lake." It's like you mm-hmm. know, it's like yeah, a concert. Nothing else like, to do. Yeah, so, nothing else yeah. to do. It's like a concert. Let's go. She convinces her to do that. They go out there. They're drinking beers. They're like, you know like reminiscing and stuff and, and you know they 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 notice they're like oh that's harry's cabin blah 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 and then they flash back to like harry sit, standing on the shore like watching the boats out there and the dog mm-hmm. starts bark the bulldog starts barking and runs to the to the shore and the body's there and harry's like oh my god what's my luck like he grabs it and pulls the body into his cabin and all of a sudden as he does as he's doing that Asta yeah. and Asta Darcy, and Darcy come walking show up. in. They <laughs> walking show up and they're in. like, "Hey, Harry, what are you doing?" He's like, "Just standing here doing nothing." Like right after Jonathan yeah. White takes his jacket off and like chucks it to the, you know, off to the side. Yeah, it's a very use, funny scene. They want to use the bathroom, and mm-hmm. you know, and and he's like, "Okay, do you have to leave right away?" And Darcy's like, "Yeah, because you're so busy doing nothing, whatever." And then they go in the bathroom. And Darcy's like, "Oh, he's you know, he's." He's got his I don't even know like, why I liked him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's just like talking. She's like dismissing it. And then she looks at his medicine cabinet. He's got mm. his vitamins alphabetized. Oh my God. He's crazy. I'm, I'm so turned on. Like she's like so into the guy for whatever reason. Yeah. Into the alien. Um, they come out of the bathroom. He had, he brought the body downstairs while they were in the bathroom. They come back out and Darcy's yes. like. Darcy's totally like trying, trying to make to... Harry jealous. Yep, she's like, like yeah. pulling her, her shirt up. <laughs> going to see my ex-boyfriend. Like, He's so Like successful. sticking her ass out. Yeah, we're going to a party. No big deal. He's so successful. My ex will be there. GT. And oh, he's so like, funny. why are you still here then? <laughs> and then they walk out. She's like, he was like, so he, he couldn't even hide. Like how she and Asa was like, yeah, he, he was hiding it pretty well. And then mm. they're like, he's going to totally follow us. And Asa's like, no, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, so that scene was really funny. I really enjoyed, especially Darcy in that scene. She did yeah, like, Darcy really good, like physical though. comedy. And she was like, She's very um, over the top, like, mm-hmm. like desperate. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta say, for me, one of the scenes I really loved was the, um, like, the whole her and Asta bonding by the fire, watching them as they do that whole "baby, I got your money." Like, oh yeah, dance yeah, yeah. Scene. Yep. That was so fucking funny, and like, and just seeing those two bond and really, you know kind of reminisce and everything and talk about how they both you know um like they did leave and came back to this town and uh, they have similar stories you know right they tried they did get out for for a period of time mm-hmm. obviously we know darcy was um like an a olympic skier. skier yeah yeah 
Olympic, yeah, Olympic and Oscar like went to Denver for a while, but then right. We don't know entirely that that story, but mm-hmm. we might eventually. Yeah. Who knows? I think Asa's story is not fully written yet, and I just I feel like I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if I'm skipping any scenes, but I think the next thing I I, re, I well the next bullet point I wrote was four months ago. Harry mm-hmm. talks about like how when he first landed here, he was spotted by a guy on horseback. Yes, out, in New like, Mexico. In, in New Mexico, mm-hmm. he was talking about like fashion like fashion or something i don't know how it came out yeah and he meet he runs into this guy who sees him as the alien one in yeah. a million right sees or him i think alien. it was before he actually got there to harry maybe because it seemed like he oh, was right, 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 right. so yeah. he was actually just the alien he was just mm-hmm. the alien. sorry he wasn't even like yeah he wasn't molecular deconstructed yet or whatever, whatever right like re- reconstructed sorry i I realized that I was just whatever. Anyway, yeah. So he sees him, and the guy freaks out. Goes, "This is going to be important later." So that's why I'm bringing. It. He goes like running off, and then the alien um, takes the horse and puts and, the cowboy hat on. And the cowboy hat. That's the and most he just part. starts riding across the plane like a cowboy. A fucking alien on horseback wearing a cowboy hat. It's just a fucking beautiful sight. <laughs> like, it was really fucking funny and a really cool little scene. That might have actually been before. Hat. That might have actually happened before he found the the body washed up on shore. Because I yeah. had a bullet point afterwards. But anyway, um, after that all happens, and then Harry Harry kicks them out of the house after, you know, and then the, the flashback, I think, was before that. But then Darcy and Asta, Asta go to a, a party because they think it's a party of this guy, JT, that they went to school with. Turns mm-hmm. out it's JT's kid's party. It's a high school party. Yeah. And um, and and like um, Darcy's like grinding on this dude kid with braces. And it's, fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But the important thing that happens here is there's a kid that like bumps into them at the party and he offers them um some pills that were in a mm-hmm. prescription bottle that was a prescription written by sam after he died so hey uh-huh. missing prescription pad mm-hmm. what's going on here and then later on uh, like a second later asta sees jay jay again she's at the party passed out on the or sleeping on the chair and she offers to take her home darcy's driving they take her home and when they get to the home of Jay, we learn something very, very important. Yes. Jay's walking to her door and we flash back mm-hmm. to many, many years before go of very young Asta. Yeah. 16-year-old Asta. And Sam. Yep. And she's giving a baby, her baby, to mm-hmm. Sam to give to this family. Yes. Very young Asta, like 16, 17-year-old Asta. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very young Asta. Yeah. You know, not able to take care of a baby Asta. We've heard the story about that in season one about, you know, yeah. giving she, up. She baby. had a baby when she was 16 and had to give it up but for But we adoption. didn't entirely know who, right. like what the situation was. We just knew she gave up a baby. And mm-hmm. now we know who that baby is. Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't explicitly say it, but I mean, but yeah, the flashback is the same house, the same front door, the same. Yeah, she's having that. She's experiencing that memory, and you can see like she's getting a little teary eyed in the back seat. And then mm-hmm. Darcy's like, you okay? And she says, yeah. And she says, sit up front, bitch. I'm not a chauffeur, like whatever. <laughs> and then she snaps out of it and they joke around and or whatever. they go back but, to having fun. Yeah. But like I, like I mentioned before, you know, with Asta being sort of like the beating heart of the show, it's it came up again. And it yeah. got me again. It got me. I was like, Asta, girl. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. I'm just such a fan of, of the oh. arc that's being um, written for her. And I just mm-hmm. think... I just really love, like, I love where that's going. I know yeah. there's going to be heartbreak somewhere. I just, mm-hmm. I just want to see, I just want to see how it plays out. Right. Yeah. And I she, think she's a great, great character. And like I said, I think that's a perfect way to describe her is she is the heart of this show for sure. So she really is. And I, I love her. I love her. I, I heart her very much. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan. Yeah, I say awesome. overall through three episodes, I'm really loving her character probably the most. And I mentioned this already. You know, obviously Alan Tudyk's character is the lead. He's obviously the driving force of the show. Yeah, and I'm he's talking about the support. So. I'm talking about the support characters. Yeah, she's really shines. Really, mm-hmm. really shines. And I think, but I do think, and I will say this before I get to the last scene of the very (laughs) the Mm -hmm. last and craziest scene of the episode yes i will say there are other characters on the show that i cannot wait to see their characters arc sort of play out like live the deputy yeah i just think she's cool man she's just cool and i think she's 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 smart she's smart she's underappreciated you know what i mean definitely underappreciated big time definitely and she knows it Mm-hmm. And it's and she's sad about it, and she just wants to be res- she just wants to be yeah, noticed, to be respected, and, respected, yeah. and, and acknowledged for being mm-hmm. good at her job, and she cares about her job, and she yes. cares about the things she's doing, and she's a good cop. Mm-hmm. And and Darcy, I, I can't wait to see sort of like her how her thing plays out. She's like she because. She acts like she's just this waste, you know what I mean? But she was an Olympic skier. Like this woman had it all at one point, Mm -hmm. you know, until like her life was literally shattered with her legs shattering, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm curious about that. I know it's a comedy, but it really plays, it plays Mm -hmm. on the, pulls on the heartstrings and it plays with the drama more than I thought it was going to when I initially saw the sort of idea of the show. Mm -hmm. So, all right, all right, I'm off my soapbox. So now we get to Uh, before Actually, before we get to that very last scene, there is that other kind of fun one where uh, they go back to Harry's uh, house and he's hiding the body in his ice chest. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's and, right and before then, the final scene. Yeah, and, and Big Black and Deputy Liv knock on the door. And the fucking dog, that little piece of shit, Cletus. <laughs> Cletus, who shouldn't be able runs to smell that house. Gun. Yeah. Runs into the house and can smell the body in the ice chest. But luckily for Harry, Big Black just notices the bison meat on top and doesn't see the body. 
Right. He buried he buried the real Harry below the yeah. bison. Right. And so, you know, and big it's a black. callback to the bison because the dog treats were bison. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the mayor ate one of them and yeah. then started puking for the rest of the night because he ate a dog treat. <laughs> yeah, it was just that. He doesn't get seasick. So, um, and then the, the the part I like, too, about, like, that scene with the, the dog is Big Black walks out and he's like, come on, Cletus. And Deputy Liv goes, and, and Liv? You know, yeah. like he completely forgot about her and just called for the dog and she totally noticed it and was like, you know, like, what, what about me? It's, yeah, it, again, like I said, like Liv has, she's definitely got some shit coming for her because they're seemingly intentionally making sure, you know, we see how she's been kind of pushed down, you know? So it, also, it should, also, should be interesting what comes with that. I also think Big Black might, you know, he might, there's more to him than meets the eye, too. Yes, like, for just, sure. There's got to know. be, right? Like, there's got to be. So, all right. So, and then uh, we finally get to the final scene. Like yes, the, this, this is interesting. And I don't know who uh, was, uh, uh, was performing that song, was performing that song that was playing mm-hmm. during that final scene. That was pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I really, I really dig the right music for a scene. Like I really dig it and they really mm-hmm. did a good job here. So we go to a bar. We don't know where it is. I don't think they say, I don't mm. think the captions say or anything where it is, but it's those two people on the snowmobiles. They're talking mm-hmm. to this guy and it's the guy that was accosted by the alien months ago yeah, um, New Mexico. With this horse taken, and he's telling a different story, obviously, to them. I would yeah. get the shit out of the alien. And he's he was he's a, you know he's, he he's ran tired. away from me. <laughs> he jumped on my yeah. horse and ran from me because I was so tough. Yeah. yeah, right. But he got my hat and my horse. Like, how did he do yeah. that? I don't know. He just did. <laughs> but th- they're playing. These two folks are are uh, are um, posing as you know, sort of like alien like alien enthusiasts or they they've seen aliens so they're going around the country like talking to those that have encountered aliens mm-hmm. and this whole thing and they're you know and the guy's like well i'm writing a book so you know i can't tell you anymore you can buy the book like totally trying to profit off yeah his encounter he goes out to the parking lot he's definitely been drinking obviously quite a bit he's like staggering to his car and all of a sudden the girl of the pair the woman she -hmm. confronts him and literally kills him snaps his neck like some fucking kung fu james bond shit just like bare hand right fucks him up jason Bourne style yeah that was right like and the dude and the dude's like that's not what we that's not those not weren't our orders to kill people and she says we have different orders Right, clearly. So yeah, so, so clearly they're, they're not like on the same. Government? They're not on the CIA. They're not on the same page. What are they? It, yeah. Honestly, like honestly, honestly, at first I thought maybe they were like aliens, like sent to like try to retrieve the their alien, get them mm-hmm. out of there, like like a like a search and rescue mission. But 
Right. They were way too human. Like they were talking way too human. They yeah. understood humans way too much. And I'm like, they're humans, but who? Who are they? Why are they, why are they killing people in the name of mm-hmm. this? Why are they searching? Because they were the ones that saw the suspended body. Like what? They're following a trail. Yeah. And where so. did they? Where did they pick up the trail? Like how did they pick up the trail? Right. So. That's the questions that are lingering at the end of episode three and very, very intriguing. I thought uh, I love a good ending to an episode. I love a good cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. And that certainly is one. Yeah. Yeah. Those two, like I said, like, yeah, we, we, we just know they have orders to, you know, get the alien. We know they know the alien actually landed. And the, that's their job is to find them. Yeah, we don't know but what they're it. supposed to do yeah. when they find them, or mm-hmm. who they work for, why, right. like or why they, they want right. to find them, what they're going to do. Who gave the we orders? So we don't know anything. Yeah. Other than they were given orders, and I know they're human. Mm-hmm. I've I've deduced that. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Which I thought was a, the best ending of all three, and. I think yeah, overall, a great one, great. Overall, great I think it. the show is like developing some confidence, so that's why mm-hmm. it's probably my favorite episode so far. Yeah, it's developing some confidence in the chemistry of its characters, in the story they're trying to tell, mm-hmm. and obviously we get some like great exchanges between Max and and Harry. Yeah, um, some of the best so far. So I think they're really they they're they're finding their groove. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, uh, oh, I, another thing I, I think, uh, <clears throat> somewhat important to talk about with episode three, um, uh, there was the scenes where, uh, they showed Max at school and oh, shows yes, he's getting yes. picked <clears throat> on. And then he kind of makes a new friend, this little girl, uh, named Sahar. She's obviously yeah, like this a, Muslim a girl. Muslim girl wearing the hijab, and she be, being a young Muslim girl, she gets picked on too. So, her and Max, you know, kind of bond and become friends. So, you know that seems to you know become important because she tells Max that she believes him that he's seen an alien like everyone right. else is picking on him for it. And she tells him she believes him. So, and there's, and there's another scene that plays out right towards the end. It's sort of like the end has a bunch of stuff that happens that culminates in that scene with the, the couple there in the right. bar with the, with the, with the cowboy. But yes. there's a scene where um, Max and I don't know her name, Sahar, Sahar, they yeah. go to the diner and they see, Harry. Yes. She's like, he, oh, yeah. I want to get a better look. look. So she does. And then she walks by and knocks his water over. And then they go running. And Harry's like, you know, he goes looking out the window at them. And he's like, oh, that fucker. Yeah. But that's sort of like, it's sort of like a little like montage with a bunch of different scenes like happen one over, you know, like real quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of them. Yeah. And then um, it, uh, it, and I, I thought this was kind of cool, you know, uh, TV making type shit where, so, you know, the montage continues with like a Harry 
buying a bunch of locks to lock up the yes. dead body. Yes, yes. And Asta buying locks to lock up the, you know, prescription pads. And it was kind of, um, you know, like it kind of showing like people, again, because the episode was titled Secrets. It was them, you know, locking their secrets back up. You know, they, you know, tr- their secrets started to come out. And then at the end, they're, putting them back away and locking up their secrets once again. I thought that was really kind of a, a, a cool way of showing that uh, to, to wrap the episode. I thought that was very, very well done. Yeah. I, I like that sort of uh, symbolism and I, mm-hmm. I think they did a good job there. So I always like I'm, my tendency is always to give the MVP to Austin, but I think I have to agree with you for episode three. I love Darcy. I thought she, yeah. She sort of drove a lot of uh, like the f- the humor of the episode, mm-hmm. um, and she put um, the group that she was in, Asta and her, in position to like reminisce and then make discoveries. Right, you know, she was part of yeah, some interesting stuff little about themselves and their feelings and right, yeah. and then this mm-hmm. situation with Jay. So, yes. she, you know, she kind of like brought him to that party and she did. A, I thought I thought she was probably the MVP of the episode. It's hard to mm-hmm. say that I, the show is. I will say this, like, as I'm trying to, like, write my bullet points for the episodes, I'm mm-hmm. like, they're juggling a lot of things in this show. Yes. Like, <laughs> Especially this episode, like they really got the into the juggling shit by adding these like two like whatever government agents right. or whatever they right. are. And that's why and, I forgot about Sahar, yeah. the little girl. Like I was like, yeah, they she, had was a her big, and, she was a big yeah. part of the episode, <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, how did I forget about her? Because I only have so many lines of paper right? yeah. <laughs> on this piece of paper that so I can write so bullet points, write <laughs> you know? And I thought I got most of it. I think I got more of it in episode three than I did in two. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I, I got the gist of it, but they are juggling a lot of things. But I think yeah. so far, they're handling, the showrunners are handling it pretty well. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty, like, Yeah, they're, they're pretty we're cohesive. three episodes in, and it, there's, you know, a lot of the story they're telling, but also groundwork for some other stuff that is to come. So, like... They're, they're doing both. They're telling a story and laying groundwork for more stories. So, it yeah, they're, they're, they're doing a very, very good job. I Like I said, I fucking love this show. So And look, I, I don't know, like, how to, you know, make a TV show, but mm-hmm. they're, like, every, every, like, scene seems to be, like, it can stand on its own almost. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And they, but they all still go together. Yes. You know? It's not like one scene, you know, spills into the next. They'll like have a scene with like Asta and doing her thing, and then they'll move to to Harry doing his thing, and they'll mm-hmm. go to Max and and the Sahar stuff, and then they'll mm-hmm. circle back to Asta. Like they don't all just necessarily like flow right. together. Yeah, they're, they're they, telling multiple stories. Right, right, and but doing they, a good job. But they come back to them before you forget, before you lose the thread and they do it in such a way that it all kind of links up Mm -hmm. so i think they're doing a good job there i don't know if i'm explaining that correctly but no i think you pretty much nailed it yeah 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 so 
So um, I'm enjoying it so far. I, good, I good, good, good. it's hard for me to pull the plug on like an episode when I'm like, mm-hmm. I just it it's available to me. It's sitting there on Peacock. Well, I can watch the watch next it. one. <laughs> I, I'll, I could just let it go and it'll play the next one for me. Let's do. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> so I gotta like. It's like you know. It's like any. It's like any you know bad habit. What binging can sometimes be. So you got to find something else to like fixate on. So mm-hmm. anyway, so, I'm enjoying it. So that's it's good. a good sign, right? For like episodes to come of our mm-hmm. show is um, our podcast is that you know it's going to be good conversation throughout because I am I'm definitely enjoying it and I am enjoying what Alan Tudyk is doing in this role. It's not an yeah. easy one to pull off. No. Speaking um, of which, that uh, that brings me to my uh, my my Alan Tudyk highlight of the night. Um, between these two episodes, it's going to be a thing now. Okay, it it, it is. Well, it, it is tonight at least. There right. was a scene uh, in episode two that, to me, just so highlighted what makes Alan Tudyk so great in this role. Um, it, it was a scene where he was talking about how, like, he couldn't run away or get a new body because it took him so long to learn how to use this body. And it's just a montage of him, like, learning to brush his teeth and learning how to walk and talk and learn how to smile. And it was just all physical comedy from Alan Tudyk. And he fucking knocked it out of the park it was so funny and so so well done it was yeah alan tudyk at his best it was so good i did mean to mention it and uh, the part of that montage i like is when Mm -hmm. he like bites into the glass yes (laughs) (laughs) he can't figure out how to drink from a glass he just yeah he just bites it (laughs) he starts eating it and bites it oh it's so great yeah it's so like squirmy, but I I like mm-hmm. I liked it. I like that they they you know they went all in on that montage, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that, that was my and that's not the first time they did a montage like that. They did the mm-hmm. one where like um, he was trying to talk. Yes, you know, learn how to talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the Law and Order stuff. So yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I look forward to the next one they try to do. Yeah. Um, they do do flashbacks, and I think the show is smart to use the Alan Tudyk for the flashbacks because he does some goofy he's, stuff. He's tearing it, yeah. <clears throat> and you know, he like we said, he is the he is the undisputed star of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not yeah. in every scene; doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, but he is the undis- And that's what the strength of the show can kind of, is kind of in my eyes, like. You know, even when he's not there, it, the show's still great. Like these other, yeah, these the side show still does a good job. Enough. Yeah, they yeah. do, and the stories they're telling with the side characters are interesting enough, mm-hmm. more than enough. Like they're oh, yeah. very interesting, sure, and they're worth watching and they're worth exploring. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I keep like every time I see Darcy on screen, the actress, like mm-hmm. where have I seen her? She's got one of those faces that I I know I've seen her in right. other stuff, but yeah, she's she's been in a few things. So. Yeah, she's cool. She's just a yeah. cool actress, mm-hmm. and you know, 
and I'm glad some of these like people have gotten, you know, this platform because it's kind of a cool show. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And, and I do, I think, um, I, I mean, I'm just guessing from the, like the commercials and stuff I've seen, they're promoting season two quite a bit. So uh, I got a feeling the show did better than they even expected. And they've got, so they're putting a lot of money into the advertising budget for season two, because I'm seeing it fucking everywhere. They're promoting this. So well, if I'm and sci-fi, it's a well-deserved. Yeah. If hmm. I'm sci-fi and I get something that's, you know, yeah, sort of like taken off, pop. I'm going to promote, I'm going to promote yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I've watched my sh- I've are. watched my share of like sci-fi shows that defiance that didn't really like mm-hmm. I'm looking at you defiance that right. didn't really like <laughs> make it you know yeah, but was a cool concept <laughs> but <laughs> you know was but, a good one too. <laughs> but I enjoyed defiance but it just it just it was too niche you know it was too like it was too weird yeah you know and that's the sort of stuff I like with science fiction but that's mm-hmm. It was never, it was never, they tried to make a video game around it too. It was weird. It was hmm. weird. Like they would try to like cash grab any way they could, like right. before it died off, you know, <laughs> they knew it was dying. It was like a, like a exploding star, right. <laughs> like a dying star. They, just knew, it was gonna, they knew it was going to explode. Um, but yeah, sci-fi is hit or miss, but you know, this is a good one. It's a good one. The production yeah. value is really good. Mm-hmm. The acting is excellent. Yes. And it's very watchable. Like, I know it's a sci-fi show, so it's not a binge show. Like, it's not a show that's on a streaming service. It's on sci-fi. You have to wait yeah, every it's week. It's supposed to be a weekly yeah. Yeah, show. So. With commercials. Commercials. Yeah, okay, commercials. Fuck are those all about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got... Uh, even, I'll wait. I'll wait an hour to watch an NFL football game. So right, just so you can fast forward the commercials. Yeah. So we're the same way. But so. you know, but I think, uh, I think that, that, like I said, the production value is good. The acting is good. The story is is fun and interesting. And they know where, like, it's a good like dramedy. They know how to like mm-hmm. blend the comedy and the drama in there. Yeah. You know, yeah, and they're doing a, a, a definitely doing a good job, especially these first few episodes are excellent. Yeah. So. And spoiler alert, it gets better. <laughs> I know that's not really a spoiler. Well, but, am I allowed? Uh, how many episodes am I allowed to watch this week? You know, <laughs> um, I'll give you two more. OK. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, two we'll, more will we'll, get we'll, us. Two more will get us what halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. So that's be, good. That's uh, good. Four and five. So that's good. I always feel like that that midpoint episode's usually good. Like mm-hmm. they want to hook you in for the last half. Mm-hmm. Usually, like to nail you with something good in episode five. So that'll, right. that'll be good. So yeah. So so tune in next week. We will we'll be doing uh, episodes four and five. Uh, that should be fun. So. And if you're enjoying this, please let us know and uh, hit us up on social media at Movie Council Pod and email us uh, moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Can I can I go rogue here? Oh, and just fuck say yeah. 
and just say if there's a TV show you want us to watch mm, definitely. to talk about, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah, hit us up. And if it, and if it's arcane, that's uh, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's arcane, right? Yeah. But we're happy, like well, we're because Resident Evil's uh, Resident Evil, Resident Aliens, ten episode season one, and then season two is coming out, which we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But then we'll be looking for the next TV show to to talk yeah. about with you guys. So, um. Any and all suggestions, please. Yeah, we'll be amazing. Like we we have our own ideas. DP's watching Wheel of Time right now. Yes. And we can certainly talk about that because I've Mm -hmm. read all the books. Oh, and watched the show. So Mm -hmm. I'm a book reader slash show watcher with someone that's not a book reader and a show Mm -hmm. watcher. I think that would be an interesting discussion. So we Mm -hmm. certainly will be contemplating that. But Other other suggestions, especially series that have got that went like ten seasons or something, <laughs> that wouldn't right? be bad either. Yeah, give us a bunch of yeah. stuff to talk about, yeah. Like a completed series that's mm-hmm. you know that went yeah, seven like or eight go seasons back and do or a rewatch of, yeah, like yeah, Lost or something. Hey yo, mm. back when back when TV shows were like twenty something episodes a right. season. <laughs> yeah. It should be a real commitment to watch a TV show. Yeah, yeah. You really had to give a shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and back when they like were making lots of pod making podcasts for TV shows, lost like really broke new ground with the podcasting for TV mm-hmm. shows. So yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you want to throw a suggestion out there, even yeah, if it's like ears. even if it's like, yeah, all ears, even if it's something you think is under the radar, that mm-hmm. would be kind of cool too. Yeah. Something you don't think a lot of people totally have seen. be into that. Yeah, I'd totally be into that. So, so. any yeah. genre, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the like the the way we love movies, we love TV as well. You know, we we, we love the visual medium and storytelling. So, bring it on. We're, we're, we'll be down. Absolutely. So. All righty then. Um, yeah, this is fun. I, I'm so glad you're enjoying the show, AJ. I figured you would, and uh, I'm glad you are. So, it, it is a great show. Um, and like I said, so uh, next week will be episodes four and five. Should be fun. Uh, like I said, I I know what's coming, and I tell you, it's fucking good shit. So you, you you're gonna enjoy it. Um, and so for that, AJ, uh, before we sign off, you got anything? No, I think I, I think I um I, I think I said my piece with uh, requests from our viewers, our yes. listeners. Yeah. So, all right. And so with that, uh, yeah. So like I said, hit us up on social media and email. Uh, give us a, a rating and a review on iTunes. It's super helpful. Uh, you know, it only takes a second. Just click five stars and write. Yeah, five the stars. Show's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, su- super super helpful and and again, if you write a review, we'll uh, we'll read it on air. You can hear hear us read your review, and we'll uh, talk about how fucking awesome you are for writing the review. And uh, and with that, we say uh, for for myself and for AJ, we say thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Good night. Good night. The movie council is adjourned.